Hi, welcome or welcome back to the Chance at Life podcast, where we take different topics and discuss them to bridge the gap between the life you have to the life you want with a perspective shift. And today's topic that we're discussing is the idea of letting go. So grab a beverage, grab a snack. If you're driving, drive safely. And let's get into it. The idea of letting go, I think, can be a very complicated one. Within the spiritual community, we always talk about letting go in every sense, whether that be physical, mental, and emotional, as a way to heal or to manifest. People say if you want to heal a certain part of you and become a different version of yourself, you're going to have to let old versions of old ways of thinking go. Or to manifest something, you're going to have to let go of that one thing to make room in your life to bring in that thing that you want. The key thing that I think people keep saying is just, just let go. Well, there's so much more to letting go because there are so many underlying reasons as to why we hold on to these things. To grasp the concept of letting go, I think it's better if we understand why we hold on to some of those things. One of the reasons why we hold on to some things is because we think this is the best it's going to get. We're afraid that if we let go, there's nothing gonna come in to replace this. And having this thing, whether it be the best thing we can have, is better than nothing at all. But that's not true. In addition, we do some comparison to kind of talk ourselves into keeping this thing. It's like, we don't look at ourselves, we look at other people in this situation. Like, well, this person doesn't do this. Well, this place isn't that way. It actually is a little bit better compared to this or that and the third. But essentially that comparison is only you talking yourself into settling for that thing. It doesn't make it better. It doesn't make it the best thing for you. It's just, you know, people may have it worse. It could get worse, but what I have is fine. It's fine. And that's not the case either. We hold on to jobs because you know, people have worse jobs with worse, with worse salaries and they deal with worse things. This isn't so bad compared to that. People hold on to spouses because other spouses compared to that spouse is better. They don't, you know, this person doesn't hit me, so they're good, but you know, you never really feel emotionally safe with them. Or then just objects like, I don't know, an old couch or a TV or just something that you've been holding on for so long to because you're just, you know, when you're used to it and also you're just like well it could be worse but it's not so that's fine and i've done this for myself too with a lot of things mostly jobs and partners my first job was in a grocery store and it was the best experience of my life at the beginning and by the end of it i was dreading my entire existence i was like oh my god i get a paycheck oh my god i get to work with some of my friends Oh my goodness, I have, a, I, I, I have things, I, I can pay for things now and it's great. But as, uh, at some point, it started feeling like a burden to go to because I didn't feel like I liked it there. And this happened, this kind of feeling, I didn't feel like I liked it, I didn't like it there anymore. Like it's just, I, I outgrew it. But the concept of changing jobs was, wasn't a thing to me and so I was just like it's fine I mean like I get paid this I have full-time this people I work with is fine but my feeling I felt miserable but it was the only job that I knew it was the only job that I knew and I didn't know what else was out there for me and even though I heard other people about their jobs being a little bit better than mine I was just like eh, it's fine it's fine it's fine it's fine, fine. It could be worse. It could be worse. And in addition to that, I my first boyfriend in high school was abusive. He was physically, emotionally, and verbally abusive to me. 
But before that, I never had a boyfriend and I never had somebody who I can kiss often or hold hands with or hang out with. And the idea of not having that anymore somehow, don't ask me how though, outweighed the fact of the abuse. And all that thinking is lack. It's like, it's, it's a lack mindset. Like there's no way that if I let this go, I'll have anything. And because I was so afraid of having nothing, I kept the bare minimum. I kept something or someone around that was hurting me or not feeling really good. We talk ourselves into settling for things because it could be worse. And so letting go is this crazy idea because it's just like, well, what if nothing comes back? And that's unfair to you, right? So. Thinking that this is the best it's going to get limits you to seeing what's really out there. And one thing I like to ask myself when I have this feeling of letting go, because even though I think I've not mastered letting go, but I have a concept or a grasp on it, and I work towards it like every day, depending on what my next vision is for myself and my business. When it comes to letting go and I'm feeling that lack, that 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 scarcity mindset of there may not be anything better. I may not get anything in return. I'll just ask myself. In letting this go, what is the best thing that can come in? Instead of like thinking, if I let this go, nothing will come in. Just think and imagine what is the best thing that can come in for you next? Especially if you, you open yourself to it and you're, you're okay with letting what you have that isn't fulfilling go. So it's not just, just let go, it's be excited too. It's just, to see what else can come in. So in letting this go, what is the best thing that can come in? Another thing, and I talked about it literally just like as I didn't go, the reason why it's so hard for us to let go of people, places, and things, or emotions, or just mindsets, is comfortability. We're comfortable here. We know here. We know what this feels like, what it looks like. We know what to expect. We're comfortable with this. And the idea of letting go is uncomfortable. It's more fear. So not only are you not feeling okay or you're settling with this thing, again, person, place, mindset, whatever it is for you, not only are you settling for it because it could be worse. And the fact that it could be worse, it's better than not having it at all. It's just comfortable, it's known. And again, you know what to expect, you know what, what to wake up to and it's, also the reason why in the process of letting go of things to welcome more things in, we may backslide into old behaviors, old way of thinking, maybe even back to an ex, maybe back to that, that job. Like if you're trying to quit a job and see what's out there for you and you just happen to go back into that career because you know what to expect and it's comfortable there. That's why we backslide because we are constantly looking for familiarity we're looking for you know the mean of our life it's unsettling when you're in a place and you don't know like think about when you go to a party you don't know anybody what do you do you grasp onto a person that you know like that friend you came with or that one person that you know even if you don't really know them but you like grasp onto them that's the same thing about like life and letting go of certain things that aren't for us anymore we we crave and we want comfortability and familiarity when it comes to growing and expanding ourselves, we're gonna to have to be uncomfortable. So my question for you on the topic of comfortability is how uncomfortable am I willing to be for the thing that I want? That is a question that I ask myself as I'm transitioning into a new career and 
a new way of thinking and doing things and just a new way of being. It is uncomfortable as hell. It is scary as hell. But my faith is stronger than my want to be comfortable and it's taken a while to get here but I'll continue to ask myself how uncomfortable am I willing to be for the thing that I want and a lot of people say this like all the time that the only thing standing in your way is you and yes that is it we have so much of ourselves that we want to hold on to but we also have a vision for ourselves that we want to get to well that other stuff is weighing you down and it's going to be uncomfortable at first you know to get to that version of you, but you have to believe that you'll get there and you'll get there faster when you're a little bit uncomfortable. A caterpillar changing into a butterfly and a snake shedding its skin or bird feeling its wings for the first time, although it's natural, it's still uncomfortable, right? Although it's natural, it's still uncomfortable because you're transitioning and you're growing and there's growing pains and it's one of the pieces of transformation that has to happen. And it's uncomfortable, change is uncomfortable. But again, ask yourself and write this down and go back to it because there's always gonna be things that happen that make you uncomfortable. But how willing, how uncomfortable are you willing to be for what you want? And if you think, well, I, I, I kinda like it where I am, then that's a choice. So when it comes to letting go and going to that version of yourself that you want or that thing that you wanna bring in, it's okay to know that this thing feels comfortable for you, but uncomfortability is, I think, one payment of growth and one payment of letting go. Another reason why it's really hard for us to let go of, of certain things that don't serve us anymore is the fear of the unknown. That's like an underlying theme of the last two reasons why it's hard for us to let go, but it's back with that comfortability and that familiarity. You don't know what to expect when you're moving on to something bigger and better. You don't know if you're gonna be able to handle it, if it's going to be worse than this thing that you're letting go of. You don't know what to expect. And if you're an overthinker like me, <laughs> when I am thinking of idea or a, a new thing, a new venture to like, you know, venture out in, <laughs> I am always thinking about the worst that could happen and I'll, Think about every possible scenario that that this new venture could end up in, whether that be positive and negative. I can do that. I can think of all the possibilities that that this new thing could bring, right? And in doing so, I feel comfortable with the unknown. However, a calculated risk is still a risk. And the unknown, whether you think yourself to death about what it will be will still be unknown to your body. And you suffer twice when you worry about something that hasn't happened yet. And the fear of the unknown will always be there because this life is very vast. There are experiences that you may never have in this lifetime that somebody may have had like 10 times over, right? There, there's, there's no way for you to experience every single thing this life has to offer. And even when you do, the second time around it may be different. It's just different levels of just experience of life. So fear of the unknown is normal, but it's never going to go away. Fear itself will never go away, but you can't let it be in the driver's seat. It doesn't have to be in the driver's seat. It doesn't have to be leading you. And then also goes back to that question when it came to like thinking this is the best it's going to get and fearing the unknown. What is the best thing that can come in? So maybe instead of tr feeling that fear because 
you know, fear and excitement or anxiety and excitement, they really are the same kind of, you know, feeling. Um, instead of being like, I'm afraid of the unknown, be like, you know what? I'm afraid, but I'm excited to see what happens. That's hard. That's really hard to do, especially if you grew up and everything that happened was just rough. <laughs> it's, it's a hard thing to transition your mind into of, of excitement for the unknown instead of fear of the unknown. But what is the best thing that can come in for you if you just lead not with fear, but with love and excitement? Another reason why we hold on to certain things in our lives that keep us from growing and letting something else in is our own idea, our own feeling of self-worth. This is a topic that probably can have its own episode because <laughs> self-worth is a journey. It is a never-ending journey. It's from little to the grave. Like <laughs> Your self-worth will always be tested, but our self-worth plays a huge part in letting go and welcoming new places, new people, places, and things into our life because it all depends on what we think about ourselves. The reason why we settle, the reason why we're afraid is because maybe because we don't think we deserve better. Maybe we don't think that we can do it. We don't have faith in ourselves and our self-esteem is pretty low. Like you want to be a successful business owner, but you're afraid that maybe you're not good enough to be a successful business owner. And those things, it's a subconscious thing. And so it, we can't really catch it when, when it's like active in our choices and how we navigate through life. It's a programming that we have had through our entire life since we were little. And so when it comes to this specific reason why we, it's hard for us to let go, it'll take much more than an affirmation of I am worthy to kind of get past it. And I talked about this in my imposter syndrome um, episodes. You want to check that out? Go ahead. But <laughs> our self-worth plays such a huge role because we can be our worst enemy when it comes to leveling up or welcoming other things in. Like on a subconscious level, do you believe that you deserve this? Do you believe that you're worthy of this? Do you believe that you're that worker who can get to this part of yourself and still, you know, keep like keep it like not fail or whatever? Or are you afraid of failure? Do you believe that you're just a failure? You cannot succeed at anything. Like what is what is your inner dialogue when it comes to yourself? Well, how do you feel about this new thing coming in? When I was dealing with an abusive relationship, and I was only a teenager at this point. Like I'm, I'm 27 now. I'm at the ripe age of 27. But you know, in high school, you're definitely going through growth and changes, and you're trying to figure yourself out. And being in a relationship at that time just made it a little bit worse. But I was going through some intense self-esteem issues. I had an eating disorder and I was self-harming and I hated myself and I hated my body and I hated my whole like my whole existence because I just felt like it was never wanted or accepted. And all of a sudden this guy comes in and though the level of acceptance was probably like maybe like a degree more than I felt my entire life, I took it as the best thing in the world. And that's why I held on to the relationship so much. So whenever he would hit me or push me into a wall or just do something that hurt me, I would be like, no, I deserve it, I'm sorry. I messed up, I'm sorry. You know, I was wrong, I'm sorry. And that's in just an intimate relationship. And that's just also the relationship that I had with myself. So if I had that relationship with myself and it just poured into that relationship, that intimate relationship, it would poured into how I do my business or how I work, me as a worker, me as a friend, me as a daughter. 
that whole idea of my self-worth fed into every single thing that I did because I always felt like I wasn't good enough and what I did if it was wrong or if I failed I felt like I, I needed to apologize or it's my fault or you know like you know I deserve this treatment because I suck like that's like that's literally my mindset and my and that was my self-worth back then and that was something that I had to unprogram within myself this part of the, like this piece of self-worth being one of the core reasons we let go or the core reason why we cannot let go takes a lot of work to get out of but it's worth the work because what you what you be welcoming in and that version of you of you that is so in love with themselves it is worth doing the work for and i'll say this because i don't know your story and i don't know what you've been through and how you view yourself if no one has told you before you at every phase of your human existence is worthy of love and abundance and gentleness and care and success. You are worthy of that in every phase and you deserve it. And as you grow, that worthiness only strengthens. A couple more things that help with the idea of letting go would be gratitude. I learned this watching Marie Kondo's, um, I guess, I forgot what the what the actual name of her thing was, but Marie Kondo, she helped people clean and organize and let go of a lot of things in their home, whether it be like clothes, furniture, pieces of jewelry, like anything in your life. She helped you organize and let go. But one of the things that kept, that stayed with me is when people were letting go of things, she said, touch it, hold it, and thank it for giving you what it gave you, and then gently release it. And so when you're letting go of things that no longer serve you, that no longer benefit you as a person, that's actually holding you back and then you know, propelling you forward, it's not just let it go and be like, A-O-F you, I don't need you no more, bye. It's not like that. It's thank you for what you have given me, for what you have taught me, and for the feeling that you gave me when you first came into my life. I want to thank you for that, whether that be a person, place, or thing. And then you gently let it go. And when you let it go, you may actually be letting it go for someone else to bring it into their life too because this world definitely works in a circle. We're definitely reflections of each other. So letting something go, you may actually be letting it go for someone else's benefit too because they may be letting it in. I'm not saying your abusive ex is going to go to somebody else. But I'm just saying like other things that you let go, maybe somebody else welcoming that thing in. And when you're gr when you're grateful of letting that thing go, it makes, <laughs> it kind of gives like the universal like, yeah, she was grateful for this, so I'll give her this. Grateful for this, give her this. It's, it's a beautiful transaction. And you know, you say like, and I don't want to say like everything's a transaction with the universe, right? like, it's not like money, but it's an energy exchange. It's an energy exchange that builds as you go. So be grateful for the things that you had in your life, even though it's time to let it go, they brought you something good or they brought you something that you don't long that you no longer need. And the last thing I would say is which I already mentioned before is have that excitement. It's like waking up on Christmas Day is like, oh my god, I wonder what I get. But it's like waking up every day and thinking, oh my god, I wonder what I'm getting. Like, oh my god, I wonder what today has for me. Oh my god, I'm so excited for this thing to come in. I can't wait till it comes in. Get excited for what you're welcoming into your life because you were able to let something else go. And that feeling, that excitement is how you manifest. You feel the feeling of that thing that you have before you even have it. 
It's crazy, I know. The universe like wants to give you everything you want and it's gonna sit back and watch you just open your gift and open everything that you want and just be proud of itself, like a mom on Christmas day. Letting go of people, places, and things isn't just an overnight thing. Unless you are like super strong in your journey and you're just like, <laughs> Kobe, let it go, bam, overnight. It comes in like, it, unless you're like in that journey, it doesn't happen overnight. And letting go is a process. It's a process of allowing you to work with the universe to get you to your highest timeline and your highest good and your deepest desires and ultimate fulfillment. It's a partnership and it's exciting. And when we let go of people, places, and things that no longer serve us, it helps us cultivate an amazing life and that's fucking beautiful. I hope you enjoyed this chat and I hope you learned something from it. And I hope it planted a seed to help you be a better co-creator with the universe to let go of the things that don't serve you and welcome the things that in and you just have an amazing life for that. I love you and I am grateful for you. Thank you for listening and I will see you or talk to you in the next one. Bye.